come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be closing out this series, Our Hope in Christ, by discussing the culmination of our hope in Christ, according to God's word. Simply put, what or where does retaining our hope in Christ get us? Come on, come on, come on. Hey, hey, I'm almost sad to see this series go. This is the grand finale to what I believe to be a great, great series and a timely series. With all this going on in the world, our hope in Christ is all that we have. So let's get right into this lesson. The biblical and worldly meaning of culmination and to stay on course. The highest or climactic point of something, especially as attained after a long time. Stay the course, to persevere with much determination, energy, fortitude as one can until the end of a race, a competition, or contest. This is the culmination of our hope in Christ. We must stay the course. We must rise to the occasion despite all the difficulties we may go through. So let's look at this biblically. We can find this culmination in 1 Peter 5, 5b and 7. All of you, meaning you teens, us adults, everyone, Clothe yourself with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. And we find this also in Galatians 6 and 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. The culmination of our hope in Christ resides in heaven. Yes, not on earth here, in heaven. We must live a life holy and acceptable to God to show our commitment to our hope in Christ. You must ask yourself why you must live a long, holy, and acceptable life. I'm sure this is what you're asking yourself. Because only those that endure, stand firm, that are steadfast and unmovable, and willing to be Jesus Christ's ride or die can inherit the kingdom of heaven. Jesus Christ was once again the perfect example. Of his earthly ministry was saving humanity, which was done and carried out at the cross. See, Jesus' ministry started when he was a young boy, but he knew he had a call on his life, and he stayed the course. Jesus taught in in the synagogue. He taught in the temples. Jesus was committed to his earthly ministry, knowing full well one day he would have to endure the cross because it was prophetically spoken. We find this in Psalm 110 and 1. The Lord said to my Lord, sit in honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them your footstool under your foot. That is the prophecy, okay? Jesus had enemies just like you do. And we have to humble ourselves before God and let God deal with them because we have to overcome and that is our culmination. We find the prophecy fulfilled in Hebrews 10 and 10 through 12. But our high priest offered himself to God as once a sacrifice for sin good for all time, then he sat down at the place of a highest honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled as his footstools under his feet. Jesus did not try to deal with his enemies when he was on earth. He let God do what God does best. 
Jesus did what he was called to do, and that was to save all mankind, which includes me and you. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back to close out this powerful last part of this lesson, the culmination of our hope in Christ. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with more on the culmination of our hope in Christ. This part we will talk about culmination and action. How do we get there? We will open up with a scripture, 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Know that you are not alone when you are going through. There are many other people, whether in your family, your neighborhood, your friends, and as the word says, other people and other believers around the world. I can't share only the good news about our hope in Christ without sharing the bad. The bad news is not meant to deter or strike fear in you, but to keep you focused, active, and mindful of the end game here. Which is the culmination, the finale of our hope in Christ when the appointed time comes that we are doing and living as God commands us? That is the end game. I'm sure you've heard the saying, don't kick a man while he's down. Well, Satan and his friends don't fight fear. They will visit you day after day while you are going through your time of pain and suffering, urging you to walk away from your faith, to give up on all you've hoped for. As God says, stand firm and resist the urge or temptation to give up. How do we resist the devil during these times? Number one, prayer. We should pray for the problem. We should pray for the solution. We should pray for our enemies. And we should always pray without ceasing while we're going through. It is vital to us getting through whatever suffering we may be dealing with. Number two, assembling with other saints. We should be around like-minded people. Iron shopping iron mentality is a great thing to have during these times. And for nothing else, for strength and courage, we can encourage one another to push our way through. And number three, remove ourselves from these situations, from these relationships, from these friendships, from places we may frequent, restaurants, stores, whatever it may be, we just need to remove ourselves from them that we may focus our energy and our commitment on our hope in Christ. Let's move on to 1 Peter 5, 10, and 11. And it reads, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Now, how long do we have to suffer? Is the number one question people ask when they are going through. This scripture is power-packed. God said after a little while, he himself will restore you, make you strong, firm, and steadfast. I'm sure you missed it, so let's, let's back up a little bit. He didn't say the suffering would end at the point of him restoring you and making you strong. God is gracious. God is everything. He is God of all grace. God will always give us everything we need to get through each and every situation, each and every trial, each and every bump in the road, each and every hiccup, and each and every setback we may face. See, the culmination in action is your commitment to staying the course despite what you may go through. It's fighting the good fight and keeping the faith. It's enduring till the very end and not giving up while you are suffering, where your hope in Christ will always lead you. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about the ways the devil works in our lives. As you can imagine, it has been an interesting conversation. 
We spoke about James 4, 7, where it says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now that in itself is so powerful. And while they thought it was easier said than done, they realized as we began talking more, they were ready to put the work in. The trouble they were having was how would they know if they were resisting the devil? So we began talking about the ways the devil works in our lives, and they came up with these scenarios, which were awesome. When their parents asked them to do something and they roll their eyes, suck their teeth, say something, of course not godly, under their breath, they realize that when they are about to do one of these actions, they can resist the devil who is saying, yeah, do that, say that, don't do what they say, and submit to God by being obedient to their parents. Another youth said when they were in school and the teacher asked them to stop doing certain behaviors or to stop talking, they realized that they can resist the devil that told them to ignore the teacher and submit to God by doing what the teacher asked. And this one, they all laughed at because they knew they had done this before. Instead of laughing at people who are different from them, they realize that they can resist the devil and look at the person through God's eyes and be friendly. The group realized that they did not have to allow the devil into their thoughts and actions because they can defeat him by submitting to God, which they know is by doing the right things and living a pleasing and acceptable life. We all, not just the youth, adults as well, have to resist the devil. This is not a one-time thing. We must resist the devil every day because he will try to get us off of our Christian walk. Don't get me wrong. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but we ask for forgiveness and do better the next time. We don't stay in that place of sin and allow the devil to rule our thoughts and actions. No, we resist him, submit to God, knowing that God has our backs and will always be there touching our hearts to do the right thing. In summary, culmination of our hope in Christ. We talked about our hope in Christ over the last five weeks. This series has been very timely considering the current times we live in with the health pandemic, race relations, racial tension, and a financial crisis. There seems to be no end in sight for any of it. But we found in 1 Peter 5, 10 through 11, that God will give us everything, I mean everything, we need to sustain us so that we can overcome and endure to the very end. And that end is our hope in Christ. And looking at Hebrews 11 and 1, we read, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So the interesting thing about this is this. We found out that we have hope because of our faith, and we have faith because of our hope. The two are very much intertwined. Faith allows us to trust and believe all the promises of God, which if you live right, he will deliver on each and every one. It is our hope in Christ that gives us the strength and courage to continue even when things don't look good, that there doesn't seem to be a way out. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. That is very important. I'm reminded of a scripture that fits the summary and the closing out and the culmination of our hope in Christ perfectly. 1 John 3, 1-3. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, 
and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. See, this hope in Christ will allow us to be more like Christ and we will end up being like Christ. That is our whole purpose of this Christian walk, to be more like Christ. I tell you now, don't ever let your hope in Christ die out because that is all we have in these perilous times, including you, my teens. You have more and more to look forward to and not just what you see today. You have a bright future ahead of yourself. We will catch you in the next series. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.